heroes. Highlights and hardships with Triple M's Rush Hour. Welcome back to the Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell and this is our Three H's podcast, the hero, highlight and hardship and we're lucky to have three-time premiership winning player for the Penrith Panthers, Scott Sorensen in the house. How are you, Scotty? Really good, mate. Thank you. Mate, first of all, just a, a hero of yours growing up or whether it's on field, away from the field, what was what was your hero? It's uh, a good question, mate. Um, I'd probably have to go with uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know. Just coming through like my generation, just, um, you know, he's wrestling and, you know, love watching him wrestle and just so entertaining and, you know, so, brought so much energy and just the way he was. And then he's just rolled into, um, you know, obviously movies and the way he works out and um, training and all that sort of stuff and just seems like a legend of a bloke too. So Never got a chance to meet him at all? No, 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 nothing like that. But, um, yeah, I just thought he was always a king, so um, I'd probably have to throw him up for a hero. Yeah, he's the man. Wasn't it a time at Cronulla that when they scored a try, wasn't that your theme song? Wasn't that the song we you scored oh, a try? I think I might have been, yeah. Really? Yeah, once <laughs> upon a time, just threw on a few, re- we had a bit of a wrestler theme there, so I thought, yeah, put the rock on there. So, um, yeah, he'd probably have to be my hero, I reckon. So in and, in and around, like, football, like, you know, we have family, you know, we obviously had a few family members who went in and around rugby league. But also, uh, what about your parents and stuff, you know, because, you know, the, you pay a price, and especially your parents, you know, they go to work and they do what they do. And of course, I look yeah. at you now, mate, three-time premiership player, mate, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, surreal, mate. Obviously, you know, forever grateful for your parents and everything they do in, in your life and, um, you know, sort of guide you and help you and lead you on your way um, to what you want to do in life. But, um, yeah, to, yeah, where I am now, mate yeah always grateful and yeah I love my parents I also know someone as well that uh, a lot of people wouldn't know that Chad Towns is married Mm. to your sister yeah Um, and I know the the role your sister's played in your life especially being in Bali and seeing how much you look up to her she spoke at your wedding how, how is that with, with, with your sister, mate? Oh, uh, yeah, we've always been, yeah, very close. Woodsy, obviously, being my sister, but just, um, yeah, best friends and, um, you know, very, very um, close and lean on each other and, you know, having the footy world involved, obviously, with Chad as well and um, getting off, uh, advice off him and guidance. Um, yeah, uh, you know, very, very grateful to my sister. And then, obviously, my mum wasn't well a few years ago and she passed. Um, you know, Marissa sort of took that motherly role on and, um, yeah, she, you know, I just absolutely love her to death. How often do you use uh, Chad, and, uh, you know, obviously as a bit of a sounding board on certain things? Yeah, yeah, mate. He's um, exceptional. Um, you know, obviously uh, uh, just a touch older than myself. So, you know, he's been in the game for a while and very experienced and, um, you know, has a lot of knowledge and, and very smart away from the footy field as well. So lean on him for advice, whether it's financial, et cetera. So, um, yeah, um, absolutely love the big fella. Man, I, you know, I'm looking at uh, what you've done in your own career, um, and even like when you're at Penrith, there, when you got there, um, you know, Ivan Cleary, how has he been? Because I know that a lot of players get a lot of credit there, but just the way that he comes across, um, he's not overly animated. But the best thing I think I've seen him do was after the grand final do that interview, and that was just you got <laughs> yeah. to see a little bit of the real Ivan. Yeah, Cleary. it was awesome, mate. It was such a good laugh. Um, yeah, mate, he just he's been uh, exceptional for myself, and um, I guess just maybe his cool demeanour just work for me um yeah so just very calm very cool and i think one of the biggest things as well is um the environment and culture is just you know uh keeping it so genuine and so um i don't know how to explain it but just letting you be yourself yeah letting you be your personality letting you be um who you want to be um obviously with 
um, you know, everyone that's in the team, um, you know, so it makes you feel comfortable, makes you feel safe and, um, you know, it just gives you the confidence to go out and play footy. The hardest thing in elite sport is to climb that mountain and win a premiership. You've been able to go up there and stay there and three times. What's the secret to sustain success day in, day out at the Penrith Panthers? Yeah, mate, um, yeah, well, we just obviously touched on Ivan Cleary. I reckon, mm. you know, it's, it's him, to be fair, and what he's built there. Um, I would think, obviously, uh, just, you know, we've got a lot of exceptional leaders there. Obviously, we have our captains in Isaiah and Nathan, but, you know, you just look at just recently the way James Fisher-Harris led the Kiwis. Um, you know, so we've got, you know, a lot of experience and a lot of boys that put their hand up and um, keep, keep each other accountable. And, um, yeah, we've got quite a young team out there as well. So, um, yeah, very, very hungry and um, looking forward to getting back into preseason. You know, we speak about that you've won three competitions in a row. There's obviously been some hard roads, you know, some hardships along the way. I know quite a few about yourself. What one would you probably be the biggest hardship for your career so far? Uh, yeah, in career, uh, yeah, life obviously, you know, losing mum, but yep. um, in hardships, uh, I, I think maybe hard, my hardship would have been the, the time when it was sort of like when I finished up at the Rabbitohs there in 2015, but in saying there's a hardship, it's also, I reckon, to be honest, is probably a blessing as well. Uh, just let me get away um, from the game, just sort of a normal job yep. and um, just give me a little bit of time to reassess and, um, you know, figure out, is this really what I want to do? Do I want to chase rugby league or do I want to do something else? And um, yeah, I just sort of got time to uh, put a bit of fire in the belly and chase my dream. During that period, was there feelings of anger, feelings of like a bit disoriented, yeah, a bit initially, yeah, but, yeah. and then obviously looking back now, you're sort of seeing more as a blessing, but... Yeah. You know, yeah, like it's, you know, it's no no different to anyone with, you know, what they're chasing, their dreams. You're always going to have hardships. There's always going to be hard times, of course. And, um, you know, I'm lucky enough that I had a lot of good people in my corner, um, you know, obviously family and friends. And, you know, now my wife, you know, just sort of kept me cool, kept me focused and um, supported me through all that sort of stuff. And, um, yeah, you know, I sort of look back a little bit now and just sort of think, oh, well, they're probably all sort of blessings and build you up to be a strong person and um, keep you resilient and chase your goals, chase your dreams. We talk about Looking back, talk to us about the South Sydney days. You know, what did Mads come up to you about the early morning training sessions? The, feel the people in how that was. Yeah, mate, it's well. I just was given a train and trial, so it was just like an opportunity, obviously. And um, I just thought I was just a bit, like I just a yes man, just hand up for anything, wanted any opportunity, wanted to work for everything, wanted to earn everything that I was given. And you know, Mads would come down, and, and our training day would be, uh, you know, like obviously early morning start. Would have field weights and wrestle, and you know, he'd come down and talk to the rehab injured boys and be like, oh look, boys, we're gonna have a four o'clock boxing session. Like you know, be in the city, let's go. And I'm going, oh yeah, I don't really want to do this, but yeah, why not? You know, I just do anything to get an opportunity. So you know, it would be four o'clock boxing session. In, into a 7 o'clock weight session, into a 12 o'clock wrestle session, into a 3 wow. o'clock field session. I'll just be going home, like, falling asleep behind the wheel. You're like, seriously. Yeah. But, like, I, it was some of the toughest training I've ever done in my life. But at the end of the day, I just wanted to play first grade. That's all I wanted to do. So if that meant, you know, I was falling asleep behind the wheel, and so be it. You it's know? held it's you just, in good stead, I just, I just wanted to. I just wanted to play first grade. But isn't it, is it true that you went back to the tools as well? Like, you were an yeah, electrician yeah. or something? Yeah, or oh, no, not uh, electrician. But, like, along the way, like, yeah. I went back to DP World out at the shipping wharf, yeah. so going through the news oh, at the moment. Yeah. But, um, but then, like, did demolition, done construction, oh. just just every, anything or anything to you know, yeah. so you know, but, uh, pay the bills and get along. And so, whatever. when that one time he didn't come back to Cronulla, I, I'd ring him on the way to training. He goes, "Oh, man, I'm just driving home from demolition work." So he'd work all the way through the night, and then he'd, <sighs> I'd see him at what field was it? Sylvania, yeah, yeah. running laps. 
No. The determination on someone yeah. like this, it, yeah. it just set you up for where you are now. Yeah, Scotty, I want to ask, does that give you a sense of balance, I guess, and also to just appreciate the training oh, and stuff like that when you yeah, go on? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I still run there now, but, yeah, like, it was Woodrow was touching on, just do, you know, light shifts and stuff and demolition. But then I was just like, well, I want to keep this dream alive. Like, I've got to train. I've got to stay ready. If an opportunity comes, like, I've got to be ready to go. You know, I can't just show up and be like, oh, yeah, I'll start training now. So... Um, yeah, just stayed ready, and um, when a phone call came, I just wanted to grab it with both hands. I'll tell you what, hasn't been a hardship, your looks and body, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were very, you were very Del's been sizing oh, him up. Well, well, he was he's a like very that. sexy guy. He's a very good-looking guy, you know. <laughs> oh, oh, stop it. Oh, yeah, he's up there. Mate, Craig Wing, you're up there like, yeah. Tell us about a highlight across the time. Obviously, amazing uh, last couple of three oh, years. Yeah, go yeah. through these Yeah, moments. obviously, the last, the, the last three like years. And um, you know, we just just touch on before like the the most favourite one or whatever. But um, yeah, I think obviously this year was just incredible. And then um, to get that premiership and then roll into getting married, I think that's a pretty incredible highlight. And um, you know, you have your kids and everything like that, which is you know obviously so special. But I just you know you have to go through with the with our with our third grand final and then rolling into getting married, mate. Like yeah, life's pretty good. I can't complain. How many in Bali went across? What was the? What was uh, the... I think the final turnout might have been seventy or eighty. Oh, awesome, yeah, man. so pr- pretty pretty special. And um, yeah, it was just an awesome day. It was unreal. You know, on that day too, like it's such a great day because. The people that you want there, yeah. but the people that aren't there through your life, like you, you spoke about your mum before, yeah. it, it's so emotional, isn't it? Because mm. my dad passed away um, only about two months before uh, I got married, yeah. and that day I wanted him to be there. But yeah, you know, but, but your mum and you, there's, there's a son and a mum, there's such a close bond. Yeah. There. Oh, mate, for yeah. sure. And, you know, I was, well, like, you know, when I stood up to do my speech, I'd never mm. been so nervous in my life. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I've, yeah of course, got quite emotional. And, um, you know, I had a little part there just to, you know, say thank you to my mum and, um, you know, just, yeah, number one fan. Yeah. And, you know, it was extremely emotional. That, and, you know, it's like, as you say, like everyone that's there and stuff, you know, and we're talking about my story and, you know, going through life. And But you just, I was just standing there just looking around going like every single one of these people have, have been in my corner or supported me through it all. You know, I just I haven't done all this by myself. There's been so many people that have been on the journey with me and every step of the way and being in my corner. So um, I just wanted, I just couldn't say thank you enough, mate. It was just, yeah, un- unbelievable. Scotty, what about the impact on the Penrith community, the last three premierships? I mean, premierships bring people together, but yeah. it's such a t- close-knit community and you guys do so much out there. It is, mate. And, you know, Ivan's um, so big on, um, you know, the community in Penrith and r- really pushes that into us and, and, and lets us know, you know, like we're really nothing without without our supporters and without our fans and um, they fill that house out every week we're there rain hell or shine or even you know away games we can fill them and we know they're there and uh, mate it's just yeah it's, it's it's unbelievable it really is and I think that's one of the biggest parts that I noticed like obviously like living in Cronulla but travelling out and getting to know everybody and you know everyone's just so so welcoming and yeah. just they just love footy like <laughs> they absolutely live and breathe Penrith Panthers and um, it's just been such a joy to be around it's, it's good that they take a, a you know a Cronulla boy in like you out west, but mate, obviously people don't know too much that you've played for the Kiwis as well. Yeah. So you're an international player now too. How was that when you got to put the the, the black and white? Yeah, unbelievable. Do like um, you know as you said, being from Cronulla and obviously being Australian born, but our family and um, you know cousins and grandfather that have represented. New Zealand and you know you grow up as a kid with your family and they've got all these articles and all these pieces of paper and pictures and mm. everything all the above jerseys of you know your family representing the Kiwis and you hear all these stories and you're like this is like unbelievable so when when you get a phone call to 
say you're going to be selected to play the Kiwis, mate. It was, yeah, I just, seriously, I went still. Like, I just was like, this is so surreal. And, um, you know, my old boy actually just drove to my house and um, got out of the car and he was just, he was just in tears, mate. Amazing. He was just so, so yeah. proud and um, it's a very, very special moment and a moment I cherish forever. And, um, yeah, eventually I'd love to get another crack for sure. Outstanding, Scotty. It's so good to spend some time with you here for the 3H's podcast. Really appreciate it and good luck for, for going four times. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. The Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Weekdays from four on Triple M.